We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Oh, the weather is coming, guys. You wanted football weather? This is more than anyone bargained for. If we believe the meteorologist, Perloff. Which I don't. <laughs> well, their track records can be a little bit sketchy. But everyone has said all the AccuWeather, the Storm Team 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, they're all predicting that this is going to be snowmageddon. They're and, predicting six feet of snow. Yes. Maggie, I'm telling you, I'm telling the audience right now, there is not going to be six feet of snow in Buffalo. And do you have a meteorologist degree that you're leaning on for this info? I Googled what's the biggest storm in American history. <laughs> it was six feet. <laughs> six feet of snow. I don't think that's true, by the way. Uh, well, in the in the America, not counting Alaska. Yes, in 24 hours. Why wouldn't Alaska count? The lower 48, you mean? I'm well, sorry, I'm you tripping you about... up on the details. Okay, <laughs> oh, keep going. Yeah, you're right. Because Mountain, no, I mean, like, not on top of Mount McKinley. No, it does not snow six feet in a storm. It not just in Colorado? Happen. Nope. All right. It's happened once in since 1776. So you're, so you're <laughs> calling BS on the whole story. I'm saying this... This is a new trend where weather reports just exaggerate everything. We see it again and again and again. There's no way there's going to be six. Do you really believe? People say four to six feet. If I put you on the spot right now, do you think it's going to be four feet or six feet? I think it's going to be somewhere around there. I think it's going to wreak havoc. I mean, if if it's... No, it's not going to be six feet. I'm saying it's closer to four, if anything. Okay, but that's not a small amount. That's not four inches. Four is up to my head. It's still... I know. Samter's four (laughs) feet tall. This would bury Samter alive. I would be drowning in snow. Right, but why why are all these headlines saying six feet? I know there's two storms. Two storms. I think that's why. It's one that's supposed to be coming now. I believe the snow has already started in Buffalo. From now until Friday, then pick up Saturday to Sunday. So I think it's total accumulation. All right. Well, I want to make a, a show bet because if it gets to six feet within a reasonable time frame, we're not talking a week. No, six no, the, during this storm, the weekend. During the storm, if it gets to six feet, then I I will run naked through the snow. I don't know. Give me something <laughs> well, to do. I mean, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I have to actually I'm not this. doing that. I keep reading this everywhere. Six feet of snow. It. We need to talk to a weatherman because it seems irresponsible to me because people are not they're not exactly understanding how tall that is. Okay. We are efforting, and it looks like we are going to be able to speak to a meteorologist who is in Buffalo a little bit later on in the show. However, I think what the question is right now is twofold. Number one, if it's four feet, if it's six feet, whatever. The point is is that this is a devastating amount of snow. People are not going to be able to move around. It'd be unsafe for people to move around. Should they even be playing this game in Buffalo? I think we have to put aside how much we love sitting on the couch and watching Mm. a snow game and actually think about what is it like for, first of all, fans to try to get to the stadium. Is that even safe? The players, the teams to fly in from Cleveland, all their equipment to get there. Is this even a good idea? Is it worth it? Yes. First of all, can't they drive from Cleveland? How far is Cleveland from Buffalo? Yeah, drive in four feet of snow. That's fun. What's that? Get there a little early. If you said there's going to be a break (laughs) between Friday and Saturday, get there Saturday morning. (laughs) Well, that's when they're scheduled to arrive.
Yeah, I'm not worried about them. So you're saying about the fans, but if the game goes to Detroit, then Bills fans certainly aren't going to be able to fly out of Buffalo to get to Detroit. So what's the difference? The fans aren't getting served one way or the other. No, I'm saying fans risking something to get to the stadium, let alone going there, having however many Labatt Blues you're going to have, and then hit the road on the way home. Obviously, you know, drive responsibly. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that the fans are not... So what you would do in that situation is say no fans. Just play... Uh, I guess that's going to no, be hard. Think, but what's the point? Of, how are you serving the fans by going to Detroit? You're basically I, making it a road game. No, no, no. You're serving the fans by saying, listen, we don't want to put you guys in harm's way. We'd rather everyone just stay home because it's not worth it to drive on these roads. So we're going to put the game in Detroit. What they did in 2014, they did this. They played the game on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The Bills played the Jets. And I don't remember exactly what the fan situation was. I think they just made the tickets cheap and people in Detroit came to the game. Okay, but let's let's cut to the chase here. You're a Buffalo Bills fan, yeah. Maggie. A, a well-known mm. Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> yes. You have a 5'7", 185-pound, or 165-pound running back, uh, Devin Singletary. You are not built for this kind of game. You are built for an indoor stadium. So you want to move it to go to an indoor stadium <laughs> to neutralize the <laughs> rushing advantage that the Cleveland Browns have, which is ridiculous. Why did you build this high-octane attack for a team that plays in Western New York, uh, uh, supposedly is going to get six feet of snow. You're trying to get a competitive advantage here, Maggie. Well, if that helps the Bills, then okay. I'm all for it as well. Yes, the Bills are a team, ironically, that's built for a dome. But I would put my fan... Listen, it's actually better for Cleveland. Cleveland has the power run game. They're the ones who... That's what I'm saying. That's why you want to move it to Detroit, so you can start throwing the ball all all over the field. (laughs) Well, it's not the only reason why I want to move it to Detroit. That would actually help the Bills quite a bit, but... I just think it's not, for whatever the memory is going to be or whatever the great optics are going to be on TV, it's not worth it. That's what I'm getting at. If it's going to put anyone in danger, it's just not worth it, especially if you can move, the, if you can move the game. Are you a Bills fan? I mean, this you sound more like, this isn't the NBA. This isn't, I don't know, water polo. They should be playing outdoors in the element. This is football, Maggie. This is, I don't, what do you mean it's not worth it? Of course it's worth it. This is a sport that's played outdoors in the winter. This is part of the game. It's 100% worth it as long as people don't get hurt on the way to the stadium. (laughs) Right, which is going to be hard to guarantee. I think that football weather is fun when the snow is falling during the game, but not to the point where it's six feet of snow that's paralyzing an entire city. That's when it doesn't become fun anymore to me. I think the same thing about the sub-zero temperatures. When it gets to six feet, then it becomes (laughs) up on maybe five. If it's over five and a half feet, then it's really not as much fun. Yes, if it's enough to bury a small village, I don't think that it's... uh, uh, all of a sudden, that's not fun to me anymore. We got to talk to this weather person because I don't think a six foot, I think this is a once in a lifetime perfect storm to have actually six feet. I don't really even think that's going to happen. I think people are overestimating this. I would be so disappointed if, if this was just more Weather Channel hyping up a storm. What if it's not even this well, big storm than we expect? Then I think they're going to stay. I think they're going to know. Wait, when are they, they're going to have to decide by Friday. I right? think they're going to have to decide by Friday. The first, the first one is supposed to come in Thursday to Friday. See what happens. If you're able to dig yourselves out, then you can go. You know, by the way, the Bills have normally, they've done this with other big snowstorms. They will pay people just like a regular minimum wage if you come to yeah. the stadium and shovel out the stands. Yeah. <laughs> now, be honest. Do you actually like attending games like this? Because I have no shame saying that I am from upstate New York. I have had more than my fair share of snow in my life, enough for two lifetimes. I do not like these kind of games. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick loves going to these games, shirtless for sure. Yeah, that guy. 
I mean, where was he in a couple cold weather games? Could have used him showing up a little bit more on the field <laughs> when he was playing for the Bills. But he can yell in the cold, just can't throw in the cold. Yeah, no one wants to talk about that. Well, I mean, Josh Allen went to Wyoming, right? I know he's from California. He should be he's a huge and tough guy. He should have some some success. I'm talking here. about us as fans. You're talking about how you love these snow games. You're no, not I, sitting out no, there. No, no, no. But okay, but I'm actually the only honest one of us too. You're making all these excuses to gain a competitive advantage for your Bills. <laughs> you don't care about the fans driving to and from the stadium. And by the way, they I do care about the of, fans driving to and from the stadium. They're going to be full of Labatt Blue regardless. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the weather. In fact, I would hope that they might go to Schnapps or something a little warmer <laughs> yeah. than Labatt Blue. <laughs> you're but right. I don't. I I think that you're having trouble differentiating what would it mean for football. Okay, so. Forget the fan experience for a second because yeah. they're going to have to figure that out. Do you think they should play the game from a football standpoint? Is the NFL going to say, you know what, this won't be a really competitive game. Let's just call. Let's just move it. As as far as the football is concerned, I don't have a problem with them playing in the snow. Okay. That, that's fine. I would rather that they had a dome, but just because Ugh. I think I think that it evens the playing field enough and. You know, it, it, the, the snow games are fun and stuff, but I, I don't necessarily need that. I would not cancel it just because the weather happens to be bad for on the field. It's for everything else. And that's the whole thing about the Bills potentially building a dome. Now, they are not doing that in the new stadium, but the idea of building domes in these cold weather places, that doesn't matter to the people who are driving to and from the stadium. Nothing about that changes. You know, it still could be treacherous and a hazard. I mean, listen, the Bills are already soft, but if they build a dome, that'll just cement it. <laughs> yeah, think- listen, this is the team they built. This is the team they wanted. It's the defensive line is tough, but the offense is more of a finesse type of thing. Now, Except for Josh Allen. Does Buffalo have sort of readiness for this? They must be used to giant storms. So <laughs> I think if any city could handle it, maybe Buffalo has a way to do it. Of course, Buffalo can definitely handle large amounts of snow, but again, six feet. Let's not, if it does come to that, let's not underestimate just how much that is. It's, it, that's insane. Okay. One more question. Yeah. You are GM of the Buffalo Bills, and you know that you play the Lions on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yeah. So is that pushing you to, to push the NFL to move it to Detroit? Because obviously it's a very convenient way to play these two games. You have I would, to stay in the same place. I wouldn't stay the whole week in Detroit. I don't think you need to do that. It's oh, such you, a quick flight from Detroit to Buffalo. If you can get back after the game, once they're able to clear the snow, maybe give it 24 hours. Well, You, you know what's quicker? No. Detroit to Cleveland. Cleveland is half the distance. So like it feels like Cleveland to Buffalo is like 200 miles. It's, yeah, but Cleveland to Detroit is 150 miles Detroit to Buffalo is like 300 miles. So, like, it almost feels like it's an advantage for the Browns fans. They can just go right through Lake Erie or just go drive right around and it's home game for the Browns. I mean, or maybe the Bills should stay for a week. I don't know. Well, I just think it, I I thought it'd be hard to fly back into Buffalo on Monday. And then you're already getting up close to the game. I think with with the weather, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, to go back to Detroit, I thought Detroit was a little farther from Buffalo. No, it's not that far. Okay. But you're not going to really be flying private in this weather if it's six feet of snow. Yeah, you'll still fly private. You're Where are you going to charter? Somebody's going to somebody's going to dig out the Buffalo Airport at some point. Yeah, at some point. But if it's really six feet of snow by Sunday, there's no way they're digging out the airport by Monday. I don't know. Well, I'm I mean, not the, sure. The reality is, like you said, just stay. I mean, they're playing in Detroit on Thursday. Just fly to Detroit, stay there for the week, and then you're you're all good. Yeah, there's a lot to do in Detroit. Uh, there's touristy stuff. <laughs> You can go to the casino. The game is on Sunday. They play again on Thursday. Like, how much tour? You're going to practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and then that's the end of it. Go see Motown 
Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. There's actually, I love, there's a, have you guys ever stayed in the hotel that's attached to the airport in Detroit? The greatest <laughs> no. thing No, ever. I've never had the pleasure. Oh, it's amazing because you actually check in. So you get behind security in your own hotel or something like that. It's amazing. It's one of the best hotels. But the, the point here is, Anything is going to be inconvenient. If you're going to be inconvenienced, you might as well play in Buffalo and give us this all-time memorable game. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So we are waiting. I don't think we're going to get any update on this today. I think that the NFL is going to wait as long as possible. They probably don't want to make a knee-jerk reaction if the storm's not going to be that bad. But beyond that, it's just what it's... To me, it's not worth it. If it is going to be bad, move the game. So people aren't going to get the memory. It's okay. We're going to be able to move on. And then finally, just put a dome on the stadium. I don't know. If you're a cold weather team, why don't you build for that weather? Because I think that would the fans rather sit out there in the cold? Be honest. Would yeah, you like rather Lambeau. sit out there in the cold or would you rather be able to walk in and have a nice, pleasant experience? Like Honestly, Ford Field or like Minnesota. Yeah, it's so weak. Minnesota, I, they have no identity because they play in that indoor stadium. You have to be like... The Packers or the old Bears. I think you should be tough. I want to hear from everyone. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. If given the option, would you rather be in the Dome or out there in the elements? And listen, it's not going to be like balmy tonight at Lambeau either. <laughs> this game yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's a football game. It is not It is not a basketball game. It is not an indoor sport. Listen, it should be played in the conditions. They'll never put a dome on Lambeau. I get that. But if the bills are already going to build a new stadium, then why not just go all the way? You've built a team to play in a dome. Uh, by the way, those are my taxpayer dollars going to a stadium that is nine <laughs> hours away from my house. So I don't quite understand this entire thing. It almost cost Kathy Hochul the governorship of New York. She had a crazy close thing. Because everyone's, why are we paying for Buffalo Stadium? And they're not even putting a dome on it. I saw that today. <laughs> Just spending a billion dollars. You would complain <laughs> if there was a dome or if no. there isn't a dome. Either way, you're complaining. Here's what you do. Take away the three giant gold buffaloes in the front and then use that money towards a dome. Melt them down and build a dome with them. <laughs> a golden dome. There you go. yeah. There, yeah. There's no other golden domes anywhere near that general Midwest area. Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, we will talk about that Packers game tonight. What's at stake for the Packers? More than you may realize. Perloff and I will dive into Packers-Titans, which kicks off in a matter of hours. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff. CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Network. Sirius XM Channel 158. And the free Odyssey Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game, even every snow game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in zone, AutoZone. I was, off the top of my head, I was thinking about a couple teams. The 1980s St. Louis Cardinals, they okay. came to mind. They had this gigantic stadium, Bush Stadium. The fences were 700 yards from home plate. <laughs> yeah. So they built a fielding and speed team, and they dominated the sport. You had the greatest show on turf. Rams, teams that are smart, build to their field. So I thought that's what the Buffalo Bills were doing when they drafted Josh Allen, who has all these. I just Googled Josh Allen snow game in Wyoming. Yeah. It's like half the games you played in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, right. So Josh Allen, big, strong. This should be a team that is designed for the snow. They should want to play in the snow because they are built uh, in Western New York, tough guy mentality. But I'm not getting that vibe. <laughs> they have all of that. I think Josh Allen's ability to play in bad weather was definitely one of the reasons why he got drafted. Yeah. I do think that came into mind totally. But the team doesn't have a run, doesn't choose I to know. have a run game. Everything else about it is you know, can translate to the cold weather. It's really just the lack of a run game. It's really Josh Allen's the run game for the most part. It'd be nice to have Jordan Poyer on the field, although this is not when you bring him back, I guess. I don't know. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So we have two questions out there for you. One, should they play this game in Buffalo? Is it worth it if the snow's going to be this bad? Should they just move the game? Move it to Detroit. It could be relatively easy, I think. And then number two, should places like Buffalo, if you're going to build a new stadium, why not just put a dome on it? Boris is in Milwaukee. Boris, what do you think? I think if they build a dome stadium, they completely lose their identity. And if you think about it, there's it's, it's like a trivia question now. Name the two dome teams that have won a Super Bowl. There's only been two. St. Louis Rams and the, Colts. And the New Orleans Saints. And, and then the you look at what happened to the Vikings. They used to play in the old Metropolitan Stadium. They went to their dome, and they haven't been back to the Super Bowl since. And, you know, as far as their game plan, as far as the Bills go, I don't think snow really affects things so much as, as wind does. 
Yes. So the lack of running game, I don't think is that big of an issue when it comes to snow, but I, they, they just lose their identity if they do that. You know, well, is the it the identity is, is, of the team, Boris, or the identity of the city? I think you're saying the identity of the city because looking at the Bills, I don't think the identity of the team is necessarily a cold-weather snow team. Uh, well, give and take. You know, I live in Wisconsin, so the whole thing is, is you know, you don't have an ice bowl if Lambeau is right. a dome. No, I get you it. Know, it's these great know, moments so, but, throughout sports. I understand. Yeah, so you know, you know, I think the kind of the identity of the team goes along with the city, you know. So, um, so I think the two are kind of intertwined. Yeah. Now, as far as they should, whether they should play the game, I think it all comes down to the safety of the fans in the sense that um, is it going to be safe for them to get to and from the stadium? Again, hundred percent. You know, I, I live in Wisconsin, so when there's a lot of snow. Like, you know, you know, not that they have to pay people to go out and shuffle Lambeau Field, but, you know, you know, they'll get like 300 people to show up at Lambeau and they just think it's an honor to, you know, yeah, right. you know, I cleared off the frozen tundra. <laughs> Boys, doesn't so, everyone have four wheel drive and aren't, aren't people in Wisconsin used to driving in snowy conditions? Oh, absolutely. And especially during hunter season. Like yeah. this week, I think it's it's uh it's it's deer season. I'm not a deer hunter, but the unofficial color of the Green Bay Packers is hunter orange. <laughs> right, Boris. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. What what it's about is yes, fans like literally getting to and from the stadium, but it's also about the first responders. You know, you need to have security at these stadiums. Oftentimes, that's just the local police. You know who help out at the stadiums, and those people need to be available for actual emergencies, not for, like, you know, presiding and making sure everyone at the tailgate's okay. Oh, my gosh. Buffalo should just fold its franchise. This is the <laughs> softest set of facts I've ever heard in my life. It's this about is, the first responders. Ter- That's oh not soft. Gosh. How about Jay in Alabama? Don't get too many snowstorms down there, Jay. What's up? Oh, no. They'll shut the whole city down just, just because it's, like, last night's frost on the ground. Like... <laughs> Like, serious, my cousin from Minnesota came down there. She's like, I can't believe you guys are shutting the city down over. It looked like somebody, like, scribbled some chalk all over the ground. <laughs> but but I, I I would say, like, okay, the whole, you kind of stole my thunder, but you're right. It, that ain't the identity of the team. It's the identity of the city. Because most of these players is from down here. Yep. You know what I mean? Who, how many players from Alabama go in the first round? You know what I mean? And stuff like that. You know, Florida, Louisiana, they, that ain't their identity up there. And, like, you look at cities like Nashville, which is only an hour away from me, they're building a dome because they're like, look, we're tired of going – because it gets cold in Nashville. Yeah. And the whole city's like, this is an entertainment city. We don't want to go to a football game, you know, sitting on our hands because the hands are, like, frostbitten <laughs> sitting outside trying to enjoy a game. Like, I think more – it makes more money for the organization to build a dome. I think Jerry's World kind of, like, kind of stole that. You know, like, once Jerry World was built – that just changed the game. But, like, that whole identity thing, like, these players ain't trying to play in, like, 10 degrees, and nobody's trying to play in the ice bowl anymore. Like, God I forbid. I agree. No. And, Jay, you know, we're watching college football, and thank you for the call, as always. Really appreciate you checking in. You know, I'm watching the college football games, as were you, last week, and I felt terrible for the fans. Not that they need a dome, but, like, nobody even had, like, a coat on. Yeah. It's like no one knows how to dress for it, at least in Buffalo and Lambeau, Chicago. Everyone knows how to dress for the weather, but still. How does it work at these indoor stadiums? Are all the players on the bench, do they get, like, mani-pedis during the game because they're <laughs> so incredibly soft? <laughs> like, or is this, Dude. like, Nashville, like, say goodbye to 
Well, you'll still get your number one seed because you beat up on the AFC South. You're not winning a Super Bowl once you go indoors. It's impossible. You're right. You're not going to be a tough guy. This is a tough guy sport. At the end of the day, it's blocking and tackling and pushing people around in the snow. It's not playing indoors. <laughs> you can block and tackle and be just as tough you in can't. L.A. as you can well, that, in that, You definitely cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Mike. He's in Delaware. Mike, how's it going? Hi, how you doing? We're doing great. I think um, Toronto should be considered. Close to Boston. Played home games in Toronto in the past. Yep. And if they really want that, they could open up the dome. <laughs> open up the dome just to give like a little uh, a little bit of a chill. Wait, Mike, what do you know? You're sure. from Delaware. What's the, what's the biggest weather issue you've had there? Oh, I'm near the beach. I'm in uh, Rehoboth, and uh, we never get snow. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, about uh, you know, uh, about forty miles up, they get snow like they do in Philly. But gotcha. uh, we budget. All right. Well, thank you for the call and thank you for checking in. Rehoboth, beautiful, by the way. Been there several times. Love it. Uh, talk to me about Toronto. What's the, what's the issues here? That seems to make a lot of sense. I don't know what the deal is with COVID in Canada right now. Yeah, I think the borders are fine, but I'd have to double check that. I I think the one thing is like Detroit is at the New York Giants this week, right? So right. you know you have an en- empty stadium unless some concert is there that we're not sure of. Can you actually check and see if anything's at Ford Field? Uh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't so. think there is. So I checked Toronto yesterday. There's really nothing going on there. No, Detroit. No, Ford Field. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying yesterday I checked Toronto. There's so not much going on. I'll the, check Ford Field. The only thing is is that they would have to – don't they turn that into a football stadium? Mm. It's for – usually they play baseball in the Rogers Center, right? Also, uh, passports would probably be an issue. Um, You need a passport. You saw that with Canada. Leonard Fournette. Oh, no, you definitely need a passport. Get, you know, um. Do you think guys don't have passports? <laughs> yes, definitely. I think they have to plan. Yeah, because there's no Canadian football team. I know in the NBA that they deal with it, but yeah, I'm sure that would be a big... Yes, yeah. I know as a Actually, fact they don't have passports. You know what? Off the top of my head, I do not know if my passport's expired. <laughs> yeah. If someone was like, you have to go to Canada tomorrow, I'd, I'd probably be sweating out the ride home. And when you were 24, did you have <laughs> your passport ready? No. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Uh, Ron is in New Jersey. Hello, Ron. Hi, how you doing today? Doing great. Um, as far as <clears throat> if I do like that Green Bay has their home field advantage thing, I'd like to know what like uh, Green Bay and the well, I'd say the Vikings, what their record was back before the dome mm. in December, in January, to see if it was a big, you know. But my on the other, if they should play the game or not, besides safety and everything, like how much snow are they going to be able to get off the field? Is it going to be like two feet of snow? Like how do you even snap the ball? <laughs> it's going to be more yeah. than that. I, they'll get the snow off the field. Like they will have basically those bulldozer type things that come out and they will move the snow off the field. But as far as the stands, thank you for the call, the parking lot, which I'm sure they'll be able to also plow the parking lot. Um, but all around it, that's it's just so much. By the way, the Vikings were obviously much better outside. They went to four Super Bowls, right? Or four, I'm sorry. Four, yeah, four Super Bowls. They won a lot, a lot of games. Do you remember they played two years at the University of Minnesota just a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Ackerman, you seem like you have something to add to that. That, They had the playoff game that was in sub-zero temperatures. That was awesome. (laughs) Wait, you mean the one where they missed the field goal at the end? Oh, the Blair Walsh? Yeah. Um, But back in the Fran Tarkenton days, they had a good – they had Sammy White, Ahmad Rashad, and Fran Tarkenton, and they didn't wimp out. Well, actually, eventually they did. But they played outside (laughs) – that gives them a huge advantage. Like, you might as well take advantage if you're in Minnesota and build a team for the snow, big and run-oriented. 
I, I understand that Buffalo's got Kansas City in their division. Yep. But how come they didn't... Why did they trade for Naheem Hines, who I love? Why didn't they have a big running back? I, don't, I know Zach Moss is decent size. He, he doesn't play really almost at all anymore. It's really been Singletary, now James Cook, who is yeah. the second-round pick, and then Hines, who they just traded for. Moss is really like an afterthought. Yeah, and James Cook, <laughs> the earlier caller pointed out, is definitely from the South, probably wants nothing to <laughs> do, nothing to do I, with this weather. I'd love to know the coldest game he's ever played in in his life, but... I would also like to point out about like the identity of the city versus the identity of the team. There is another team that plays in upstate New York and plays in a dome and they're very famous for it. And it's Syracuse university. Syracuse gets as much snow as anywhere. It's also gets a crazy amount. Just dump on Syracuse, New York and the carrier dome's great. It's a great vibe. And it's kind of like known for the carrier dome. Mm, That's a good point, but that's basketball football. And it's a disaster. Oh, football's fine. That program has done nothing. If they played they outdoors. They were ranked for most of this year. They almost that, beat Clemson. Okay. You're hanging your hat on Syracuse football. That's <laughs> I'm a, just saying. Ever since Don McPherson left 24 <laughs> years ago or whatever. Is that right, Act? Uh, 87. How, okay. How about a little bit of your buddy Donovan McNabb? I know. I love that team. And by the way, I was born in Syracuse, New York. So, know, so that's where. That's why I'm, I'm so tough in DNA. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't wear a hat or gloves when it's cold outside because, listen. I don't. We. I know we do this show indoors. If it was yeah. up to me, we'd do it in the elements. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you went last the first hour. Oh. You'd be like, "This was a terrible idea. We've got to go inside." <laughs> uh, you're probably right. I'm just sort of messing around, but I don't know. I just. It's not Syracuse. I understand the Carrier Dome is awesome, but the Bills really had a chance to sort of build around this, didn't they? I mean, they could have had a real tough guy, big, lumbering, snow-ready team because it snows a lot there, obviously. No, and they're trying to get home field advantage, and it's just going to get colder and colder and colder the deeper we go into the playoffs. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. One other thing on the Bills that we'll get to on the other side. As if the game last week wasn't enough torture, now there's been a portion of the game that's gone viral. Even LeBron James has now weighed in on this. That just makes me, so now I can just relive this moment over and over again. We'll get to that in just a second. I can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Uh, bottom <laughs> of the hour. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. You know, that's so funny about this whole discussion about the Bill Snow game. Yep. That somehow I find myself in the tough guy position. With, <laughs> I've, and usually I am not in that position. <laughs> usually, you know, you're the Bills fan. Usually you're in the tougher guy position. I feel like when you say they should move the game, you're saying I don't want to see fullbacks in football anymore. I, I don't, you know, it's just, I, I can't believe this. I, I feel like I'm an old school football type. Today I know. How does that I want feel for you? Is this a little Feels against good. type? It feels good, yeah. You're the Norma, toughest guy in the room. How does that feel? Normally, I'm the analytic nerd <laughs> on football. I'm like, oh, they really should pass on first down because the odds are better. <laughs> Not, hey, yeah. let's go out there and let's hit helmets in the snow. But I really feel this way. I want to see the snow game. And also, it's Buffalo. I know. I think if any city can handle this, it should be Buffalo. I don't understand why they're panicking because it's not six feet, but... It's not six feet, Maggie. Well, we'll see. Here's uh, Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, who's talking about how the team is preparing. We're just calling all the, you know, this is a resilient town, all the people with snow plows and uh, snowmobiles and and all that type of jazz. And um, I'm sure they'll chip in and and lend a hand. But, yeah, they got a lot of guys from Florida, a lot of guys from down south, out west, even that have never seen snow before. And we've already started to plan and plan in place behind the scenes. (laughs) 
what are you going to do? Have them sit in a cooler? <laughs> How are you going to get them ready? They never played in the snow before, never seen snow. I'm assuming he's probably talking about James Cook. I don't know. I'm looking at the Bills, just some of the offensive skill position players. Yeah. Gabe Davis, University of Central Florida. Florida. Isaiah <laughs> McKenzie, of course, Georgia. Uh, Dawson Knox went to Ole Miss. Devin Singletary went to FAU. Uh their fullback did go to Toledo, and of course, Stephon Diggs went to Maryland, and Josh Allen went to Wyoming. So you have a couple guys yeah. who are into snow, but Josh Allen's actually from the desert as well, which is ironic. Yeah, he's from California. Like, yeah, Fireball yeah, or whatever. Yeah, no, it is really funny. But I love he said snowmobiles. Like people are really <laughs> snowmobiling to the stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I mean, a real thing. How can you get if you live in the suburbs? You tell me you can go on a thirty-five mile snowmobile trip and park no, your snowmobile? No. The Bills Stadium is outside of Buffalo. It's in Orchard saying, Park, so yeah, it's basically no, in the sub. It's in the exurbs. Right, but you can't you can't take a snowmobile on the roads to get to the stadium. You could. Get, I bet you can get to the stadium with a snowmobile. So you think there are, there are snowmobiles parked outside of the stadium on a Sunday? Ye, I bet. I bet there's I, a couple. Mm, okay. I, th- I think you could. I think you can go get there with a snow with a snowmobile. I don't know if I've ever seen them. I got to think back to my childhood. I don't think I've, I've never been to a snow game like snowmobiles that. Snowmobiles often go over a lake or something where people are not really at. <laughs> you can't go on I-95 on a snowmobile. Dude, it's Buffalo, man. You get around however you get around. But this, but if you've never been to the stadium, Orchard Park is, is outside of Buffalo. It's not, it's like in a more uh, suburban residential right. area. It's not like a downtown type of stadium. Yeah, it is not in a place where cars and snowmobiles share the road, though. It is. <laughs> That's yeah. not, you can't put a snowmobile. It's not that. It will go next rural. to the road. I bet someone shows up in a snowmobile. We have to keep our eyes open yeah, for the Bills, too. You could be right. I've definitely seen tractors down south on the street. I'm sure there would be snowmobiles up north as well. I think so. Rusty is in Montana. Rusty, what's up? How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. What's on your mind? Oh, gosh, we got to play if we can play in Buffalo. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta play that snow game. It that'd be awesome. Last time that it that we played a snow game, Shady McCoy scored a yep. touchdown. And we beat Indy. He was he went off that day. You're an Eagles LaShawn, fan, Rossi? No, it was the Bills. Lashawn yeah. McCoy had an unbelievable yeah. game. I believe it was against the Colts. Am I remember that right? Y- yep. And yeah. then uh, the last time we got snowed out, and we ended up over in Detroit when they because it was it was within the last five six years. We ended up in Detroit. We ended up losing. Yeah, to the Jets in 2014. Rusty, what's the, what's the snow situation in Montana today? You guys have snow well, yet? Oh, right now I got about eight inches, and it's about 16 degrees. And it's <laughs> supposed to get like four below tonight with 10 below wind chill. Wow. Well, you're ready for some football okay. weather, Rusty. There's a lesson in this. So you said Shady, Shady yeah. McCoy had a big game for the Bills. Rusty, thank you for the call. He had his best game as an Eagle yeah. was against the Lions in the snow, and he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, or he's from actually Al Quipper. Al Quipper, yeah, yeah. So if you're a Northern team, you're going to draft some Northern college <laughs> players. Shady McCoy's best two games sounds like were snow games. So I think there's a lesson here. You don't get your running back out of Florida, or Georgia. <laughs> I don't know where the Cooks are from. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where they're from, obviously. Yeah, you, they should what be scouting play? Boston College. Actually, I don't know. There probably are not a lot of good running backs in northern schools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's good running backs in Michigan. Yes, Blake Corb. Yeah. He's from Maryland, but yeah. He knows what it's like to play in the cold. There's He'd good running. Great. There's the great running backs from Ohio State. But here's the thing. Travis Henry's so awesome. I'm, I'm curious to see how he's going to play tonight because as Rich Ackerman gave you in the update, it's going to be like 20 degrees at Lambeau tonight. 
Derrick yeah. Henry, last time he played the Packers, they held him to under 100 yards. But how does he run in the snow? I think he's pretty good, even though he's obviously from downtown. Well, you don't, you don't want to hit Derrick Henry when it's cold outside. If it's like the, hitting a brick wall, I bet. I love that you said Travis Henry, by the Did way. Did I say Travis Henry? I'm sorry. Travis Henry. I was former, thinking of old Bills running backs. Old Bills running back. Sorry. Yeah, no, I understand. Derrick Henry, King Henry, my who apologies. Was the, uh, who was the guy that they did not trade for at this trading deadline? Was it Kareem Hunt that the fans wanted? I, I remember seeing a lot Christian of... Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. But why did they make a deal for, say, a Kareem Hunt? Who's going to be playing in this game, I guess? I don't... They went for Naeem Hines instead. Yes, Samter, what were you saying? Weren't they looking like Cam Akers at, at some point? And, uh... Maybe, but I know Christian McCaffrey, but I don't think they wanted to meet the price. Um, okay, so while we're talking on the Bills, we're stopped here. We might as well uh, put me through some pain. So it's not bad enough that you know it was the game of the year that Buffalo lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Well, now here it comes just a couple days later, Perloff, where Paul Allen, the Vikings play-by-play, longtime radio play-by-play man who's excellent, has gone viral. Josh Allen puts Gabe Davis in motion, and Davis is behind Allen, and he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there. He didn't get out. He did not get out. That's the safety. Give it to us. Give us the safety. Look at what's taking so long. Oh, no. Came out. Yes, the Vikings are going to win. Are you kidding me? Yes, drop that ball, Josh Allen. That ball came loose. Holy cow. You got LeBron James tweeting in, Pat McAfee, who is this mystery guy? This man's a national treasure. It's over 2 million views now, and every corner of the sports world is now, now I guess you're learning about Paul Allen. A lot of us have known about him for years and years, Perloff, and he's finally getting his due from all the celebrities of sports. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny because he, for years, has hosted a podcast with our buddy Mike Florio, who is a Vikings fan. I, it's a good call. It's a great call. I mean, but, I'll, I'll I mean, admit it. It's, it's so full of yeah, everything But you, you get want. that from Paul Allen and, and Lapham every week. Is yeah, it that exceptional call? I think it's funny because he thought it was a safety. Well, and they're waiting for it, waiting for it, and then just the pure jubilation of the fact that it was a fumble. Holy cow! Holy cow. Oh, man. <laughs> Even I can recognize as a broadcaster that was an all-time great call, but I thought we were kind of moving past that game, and now here <laughs> it comes just dredged up again and again because of Paul Allen's brilliant call. There you go. I'm trying to find, by the way, sorry if I seem distracted, I'm trying to find some cold weather schools on the Buffalo roster. <laughs> we got one Bowling Green from a third string tight end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ed Oliver's from Houston. It's not, I mean, Vaughn Miller's from Texas, but played obviously in, in Denver for all those years. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. You definitely built a Southern oriented <laughs> team. Sean Matt Milano's from BC. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Micah Hyde, who's not playing, it was from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Poyer's from uh, from we Oregon. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Yeah, not Oregon. I think he went to Oregon State. Hmm. I know he's from Astoria, Oregon. Wow. Tell yeah. you that. Devin Singletary. He, well, I guess he would have seen snow the last two years there. Listen, and Cleveland did a great thing. They did build a cold-weather team. They've got a ferocious run game. It's the best thing they do. It's got multiple backs. Um, and quite frankly, I don't know. I know the over-under on this game is dropping like mad, but the fact that the Bills are still, I believe, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, I think is crazy. How could you say any team would be that big of a favorite when the weather's supposed to be this crazy Oh, because I, f- I feel like a lot of these games go one way or the other. It kind of feels like a blowout. I'm thinking of the Eagles-Lions game. The de- you know The problem is the defense does not know where the offense is going to move. I think the home team has a huge advantage here. I-, I would not move the spread back... 
to normal. I, I think this should give Buffalo every advantage. I know Cleveland's a run team, but it, like I said, Nick they're Chubb, also built for. They are actually built for the cold weather. They're not built for anything. They're three and six. They're kind of a bad team right now. That's the other thing. They're an unlucky team. I don't know how bad they are. Uh, Pete is in Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, Pete. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. What's on your mind? Um, I grew up in upstate New York. I just moved to Wisconsin a couple of years ago, and I'm a big Bills fan. I've been to many games out there in the past, and I can tell you for a fact there will be people there on snowmobiles. Yeah, thank they will you. Drive them, they will drive them on the streets. They will get there. They will take cross-country skis to get to the stadium <laughs> if they have to. Uh, that, that is a fact, no doubt about it. And the other comment I wanted to make was what you were talking about a little while ago uh, as to whether or not this playing in this cold and snow is more characteristic of the team or the city. And I was at uh, a playoff game back in the 90s when Bills had their big run going to all those Super Bowls that we never won. And um, I remember one game, it was one of the coldest games ever played. The wind chill factor in the stadium was 40 below zero. I don't know what the actual temperature was, but the wind chill was 40 below. Bruce Smith played in bare arms that day. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So, I mean, I think the team is just as much into it as the fans or the city are. You know, it's funny. That was kind of a spread offense team, which kind of would have been. They would have been pretty good in a dome, too, because of that offense had all those weapons. I know, but they had Thurman Thomas. They were like, they had a great run game. Thurman was obviously not a cold weather guy, but he played like a cold weather guy. Yeah, but I mean, you also had Jim Kelly could have thrown the ball over the yard and it seemed to work. Kind of like the Packers. I, the Packers have the worst weather, and they've gone from Favre to Rodgers. Yeah, Favre, Josh Allen. Favre was a great cold-weather quarterback. I mean, considering he's, from, he's from Mississippi. Kill Mississippi. I mean, he really was a great – remember his record in games that were mm. – bel- it was when the weather was below 30, I think was inc- it was impeccable, if I'm remembering that correctly. Didn't he lose to the Giants in 07? Well, yeah, that that was a, the freezing cold game where uh, Tom Coughlin ended up getting yeah. um, like frostbite on his face. And also <laughs> – I hate to say this, but the Packers lost a weather game in last year's playoffs. I know. They did. Pete, thank you for the phone call, and thank you for backing me up that there will be snowmobiles. Now, the funny thing is cross-country skis. <laughs> that it makes you feel like you're back in, I don't know, like the Swiss Alps or something of like the 1800s. So I was actually trying to find some some visual evidence of a snowmobile at a Buffalo stadium. Instead, I found this headline, Snowmobiles Pick Up Buffalo Bills Players on Way to Airport. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that mean, <laughs> that story means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's about right. Oh, uh, boy. So, <laughs> starting to think that this is not new, this snow in Buffalo. No, they're, they'll be fine. And But if it's going to get to six, if it really is going to get to six feet, you got to move the game. Yes, after. So we talk about Paul Allen and how he's being introduced to America. Yeah. He was introduced back in 2003. I don't know if you remember this call. Vikings... Week 17, if they win, they're in the playoffs. Josh McCown at quarterback, 2003, and then this happened. McCown takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! No! No! The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs. That was 2003. That was Paul Allen. That was my introduction to him. It was incredible. The the anger and the the sadness yeah. of that call. The devastation. The devastation. Yeah. That was the word. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely brilliant. You can you can hear it. <laughs> oh. I you know I just wondering is is he really being objective as a broadcaster? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you want from your broadcast? When, when you listen to a local call, do you want to hear a guy who's 
buttoned down and just right on top of things? Or do you want a homer kind of call? Uh, you talked about Dave yeah. Lapham in Cincinnati. He is the yeah, homer Dave of Lapham's all homers. Great. I, you know, I grew up with the greatest set of play-by-play. I had Harry Callis and Richie Ashburn doing baseball and the great Merrill Reese, who's still doing Eagles games. Yeah, yeah and he wasn't like that. Style. He was different, but cool. Uh, yeah, I would love to have Paul Allen. So here's the, I love homers on calls like that. Here's the one thing, the one gripe that I have with guys who are overly homers. If that had been reversed, right, and say it was the Vikings who fumbled the snap in the end zone, I need you to give me the same energy when it's your team that's screwing up. Like, that's why Paul is great at this. Sometimes you'll notice when it's a homer broadcast, if the other team scores the game-winning touchdown, they'll be like, touchdown. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Actually, I love that. In the yeah, PA Vikings system. Lose. And it's like, wait a minute, what? You have to have, <laughs> if it's the big call, yeah. you still have to have the big energy. No, no, no. I like the PA addresser. They, they, all over the NBA, they do this. It'll be like in Philly, and Steph Curry will hit a big three. They'll go, Steph Curry, three points. <laughs> yeah, right. As they're walking off, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and Steph is shimmying off the court. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, no, no. I disagree with you. I think you got to shut it down if the other team does something good, Maggie. Coming up next, Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports College football writer on gambling in college sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.